Hi, ladies. Welcome to the Blue Stocking Baptist Podcast. My name is Hannah Oliver, and my co-host is Esther Faulkner. Esther and I are both particular Baptists who hold to the 1689 London Baptist Confession of Faith. The Blue Stocking Baptist Podcast is an informal podcast for women with intelligent and literary interests related to Christian doctrine and life. Esther and I both have a passion to see unbelievers come to the faith, and so we hope our material will be used for the furtherance of God's kingdom. We also have a passion for equipping women with the tools they need to exercise discernment, and we desire to see more women understand and love the deep theology that is found in God's word. Unfortunately, Esther is not with me today. Esther and Joey are finishing up their classes and will be returning home soon. I haven't had a lot of opportunities to talk with her since she's been gone. She's been really busy and I've been really busy with some different projects. Um, I actually got a new job and I've just been dealing with some medical stuff in our family. So I was actually considering skipping our second June episode because life has been a little bit overwhelming as you can imagine but I actually have been pondering a lot about my own conduct as a Christian woman and kindness is something that has really been difficult for me um, during this season of my life. I'm definitely not an expert on the topic of kindness and my preparation for this episode is simply my own personal Bible reading on the subject. I haven't read any commentaries or consulted any books on the subject so this episode is simply just a feeble reflection on kindness that I hope will bless others. This episode won't be super long but I will be sharing a lot of verses on kindness and it's ultimately my hope that scripture will stir in us all repentance as we let the word of God instruct us in godliness. I don't have any other resources to provide other than the scripture verses that I'll be reading, but the Bible does have a great deal to say about kindness, and I personally need to be reminded of how to behave as a Christian, and if I need to be reminded to be kind, I can imagine many of our listeners would also benefit as well. So before I start, I just want to be transparent with my own struggle against unkindness and meanness, first in my own home towards my husband and daughters, and second towards those in the household of God. I've been wrestling with a situation that happened a few weeks ago and I've been really struggling with anger and a desire to be mean and say mean things about a specific person because I feel very wronged and I've been reflecting a great deal the past couple of weeks on my own Facebook usage and how I let unkindness creep into some of my interactions. There have been times, many times, when I've been snarky, rude, short, lacking patience, and quick to respond before listening, resulting in lack of kindness and understanding being extended to the other person. I'm not commonly outright mean, but Ephesians 4.29, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear has been weighing on my heart. So the kind nudge of the Holy Spirit has been directing me in a more holy direction and revealing how I've allowed certain behaviors to go unchecked because others around me were acting in a similar manner. It's really easy to see a mean joke, a mean meme, a mean comment, and automatically laugh or join in. It is so easy to click the laugh button on Facebook when we think someone is being stupid or we disagree. These types of things can actually be really mean, and if you've ever been on the receiving end, you should know that it hurts. It is much easier to extend kindness when you are face-to-face with someone, but not always. The temptation to snap at the checkout clerk at the grocery store because she's being slow, or the temptation to scoff when someone makes a comment about how many children we have, or about our parenting, or about how we do not have children and they are making comments to us or at us that are hurtful and mean. We don't always want to offer a kind response when someone is rude to us. 
we normally want to be angry or irritated or rude back. And in some cases, being rude to someone who is rude is often encouraged. Even in Christian circles, we feel justified in our behavior because we have felt wronged. And we need to pause and think before we speak. We need to have kindness on our lips and love in our hearts for our neighbors, even when it's difficult or we don't think they deserve it. So I'm definitely not saying, oh, look at me. I have killed this little devil of unkindness in me because I am so far from being a master of kindness to other people. I am saying that I do sympathize with others who also really struggle with unkindness and who see the goodness of the Lord's commands and desire to be shaped by his word. I personally rest in the gospel for my assurance, knowing that the Lord has done it all, that I'm secure in the Lord, and I also recognize that I am a saint who still sins. We as Christian women who are justified must ask the practical question, how are we to live? And our Lord instructs us to be kind. So kindness is a fruit of the spirit that is an outflowing characteristic that grows out of love. If we claim to be loving, then we should also be kind because the two are connected. Galatians 5, through 26 says, But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. Another verse, Corinthians 13, 4-7, which is considered the famous love chapter, tells us that love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Both these verses make mention of kindness, but they also show us other characteristics that are fitting for the believer. The Corinthians passage is actually really convicting for me personally. I think when we normally read this passage, we romanticize it, but we don't ever really compare ourselves to it. We think, oh, what a beautiful verse. Love is so amazing. You hear people reading it at weddings and promising to be these things, and we always fall so very short. I think it's important that we need to read that verse and ask the question, am I conceited? Do I insist on my own way? Am I irritable? or resentful many of these things I wrestle with daily and yet I also see the kindness of the Lord in revealing my weakness so that I can boast in Christ I see my need for my Savior and I'm continually turning away from my sin with the help of the Holy Spirit I think it's really important that we define kindness kindness is a noun it is the quality of being friendly generous or considerate some synonyms are kindliness kind-heartedness warm-heartedness tender-heartedness goodwill affection, warmth, gentleness, tenderness, concern, care, consideration, helpfulness, thoughtfulness, unselfishness, altruism, compassion, sympathy, understanding, benevolence, friendliness, neighborliness, hospitality, generosity, patience, tolerance, charitableness, graciousness, humaneness, mercifulness, decency. And that's a lot of synonyms, but I do think it gives you a really good picture of what kindness is. And it can be so many different things. I mean, it is not harsh or cruel or rude or snarky. It is not unloving. I mean, the synonyms really give you a good idea of all the ways in which 
kindness can take form. And so some scriptures that command kindness include Titus 2, 4 through 5. It says, And so train the young women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind, and submissive to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be reviled. Hebrews 13, 2 says, Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Micah 6, 8 says, He has told you, O man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God. Colossians 2, 12 through 15 says, Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so th- so you also must forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you are called in one body, and be thankful. Kindness is something that we put on, according to Colossians. It is something we are trained in, according to Titus. It is something that is good, according to Micah. It is something that we should not neglect, according to Hebrews. Kindness is something that we cultivate in our lives through the instruction of the Word of God and the working of the Holy Spirit in us. Practically, we need to ask what kindness looks like. So Matthew 25, 34 through 36 says... Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Acts 28.2 says the native people showed us unusual kindness, for they kindled a fire and welcomed us all because it began... It had begun to rain and was cold. 1 Timothy 5.10 says, And having a reputation for good works, if she has brought up children, has shown hospitality, has washed the feet of the saints, has cared for the afflicted, and has devoted herself to every good work. Romans 12.15 says, Rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. These verses show us that kindness looks like weeping with those who weep and mourning with those who mourn in proper season. Kindness is doing good when you see a need. You care for people. You extend what you have generously and with a heart of love. When someone is harsh, you respond with goodness and gentleness. It is showing hospitality, caring for needs, devoting ourselves to good works. It looks like warming a fire and showing compassion. Kindness can be many things because kindness flows out of love for our neighbor and love for God. When we are seeking to love our neighbor, kindness will be present. The wisdom of kindness can also be found in many of the Proverbs. A few include Proverbs eleven seventeen, which says, A man who is kind benefits himself, but a cruel man hurts himself. We see in this verse that kindness is a sensible thing that can benefit us all as well as others. Those who are rude, harsh, unloving, and uncaring and uncaring hurt themselves, both spiritually and socially, as people do not want to be around someone who is cruel. Proverbs 31.26 says, She opens her mouth with wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. Proverbs 31 is filled with so much wisdom and how to live a godly life, and we all know that we fail to be that, quote, Proverbs 31 woman. However, just because we fail to meet the expectation of wise living does not mean that we cannot learn from the passage or apply it to our lives. Kindness is something that we teach to others 
this text shows us that wise women share the instruction of scripture with others. They teach others what it means to be kind and it rolls off of their lips. Titus also echoes this same idea. As Christians, we are to strive to live, do, and teach kindness to those around us. We also need to ask, how do we respond when others are not kind to us? 1 Peter 3.9 tells us, Finally, all of you have unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, a humble mind. Do not repay evil for evil or reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, bless. For to this you are called that you may obtain a blessing. 1 Peter 4, 8-9 says, Above all, keep loving one another earnestly since love covers a multitude of sins. Show hospitality to one another without grumbling. Colossians three thirteen says, Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. These verses show us that we are to bless, not curse, to have unity, sympathy, love, kindness, and a humble mind. We are to let love cover over a multitude of sins and to forgive those who have sinned against us. What do we do if we've been unkind? We confess our sins. 1 John 1, 9 through 10 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us of our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar and his word is not in us. We need to return to the gospel again and again. We remember that the Lord has shed his blood for us and imputed his righteousness to us. We are to rest in that and then repent, turn from our sins, and strive towards godly living. We remember that the Lord is kind to us. He forgives us and loves us. Some verses that we can meditate on that remind us of the Lord's kindness towards us are Luke 6, 35, which says, But love your enemies, do good to them, and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High, because he is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. Ephesians 2, 7 says, In order that in the coming ages he might show the ink." incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. And lastly, Titus 3, 4 tells us to speak evil of no one, to avoid quarreling, to be gentle, and to show perfect courtesy towards all people. For we ourselves were once foolish, disobedient, led astray, slaves to various passions and pleasures, passing our days in malice and envy, hated by others and hating one another. But when the goodness and loving kindness of our God and Savior appeared, he saved us, not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us richly through Christ Jesus, our Savior, so that being justified by his grace, we might become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. The saying is trustworthy, and I want you to insist on these things so that those who have believed in God may be careful to devote themselves to good works. These things are excellent and profitable for people. I just want you to remember that Christ has saved us and he is sanctifying us. And in this, we can rejoice. We can see the kindness of the Lord towards us. And we should also walk in his ways and be kind to others. I hope that you feel both convicted and encouraged. I hope that this episode has stirred in you a desire to learn more about what godly kindness looks like. I am praying that the Lord will reveal to all of us our unkindness and to purge us of it. 
Just as a reminder, Esther and I believe that everyone is a theologian and you are either a good one or a bad one. Our hope with our podcast is to stir in women a love for good theology and to encourage women in their faith as they walk in obedience and grow in holiness. We want to remind everyone that our podcast is only a tool. It is not church and it does not replace discipleship. We encourage all of our listeners to find a local church and become a member. We have resources on our website for those who are seeking a church you can email us at thebluestockingbaptists at gmail.com or find us on Facebook at the Blue Stocking Baptists or Twitter at SheBaptists. We also have a Patreon if you would like to support our ministry financially and please be praying for Esther and her husband as they travel home. Please also be praying that they will meet their financial goals so that they can be sent to Ecuador according to schedule. Thank you for joining me today and let us remember 1 John 4.11. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. God bless, ladies, and have a good day.